Live from Vanderbilt Sports and Spirits inside the Wyndham Hamilton Park Hotel, it's Inside the Jets. Brought to you by EY, building a better working world. And by M&T Bank, the official community bank of your New York Jets. Now, here's Eric Allen and Eric Coleman. Good evening, everyone. Eric Allen alongside Eric Coleman. We have a tremendous episode of Inside the Jets tonight. We're going to be joined in a couple moments by Josh McCown, and then we'll follow that up with the rookie quarterback for the New York Jets, Sam yes, Darnold. It's going to be a good show. Uh, we'd like to thank every, all the Jets season ticket holders who are here tonight at Vanderbilt inside the Wyndham Hamilton Park. Uh, great turnout, and like I said, we're going to have a fun hour. We're also going to take your calls, 800-919-3776. E, the Jets find themselves at 1-2 and two after a tough defeat to the Cleveland Browns, 21-17. to 17. Uh, I was there in Cleveland. That place was uh, going crazy in the second half. The Jets put themselves in position to win the ball game. Had a 14-point lead there early, but weren't able to grab a hold of that one. From your vantage point, where did the game change? Well, you know, it definitely changed once Sam, uh, excuse me, once Baker Mayfield entered the game. You know, the, the Jets came, they fell into a groove of getting after Tyrod Taylor. They were pressuring him. They were stopping the run, getting off the field, doing a great job offensively. But when Baker Mayfield came into the game, they, they, it energized the crowd. And he came off the bench. He came off the bench with nothing to lose. Right. You know, if he threw a couple of interceptions, it was no big deal. That's expected. He's a rookie quarterback. So he was able to just let it rip. And he was getting the ball out of his hands. He was accurate. He made a couple of big plays, got the crowd involved, and I don't think that the Jets adjusted after that, those plays happened. Well, what happened in the second half? Because the Jets were all, all over Teller early. They had four sacks, and then if you go back to the Miami game the week before, is the Jets had six sacks over a span of six quarters. Then, like you mentioned, Baker comes out, their offense looks different, and the Jets' defense looked a little different. Well, you know, you know what happens when you get in those positions is you start pressing, and everybody on defense starts trying to make a play. Instead of just playing within the scheme of the defense, you start trying to make it happen on your own. And that's not how it works. You have to play within the scheme of the defense, win your one-on-one matchups, and that's where you see those sacks come along. That's where you see the big plays that the Jets have produced in the past. And I think that in that second half, they started to press trying to make too many big plays. What do you make of this team after three weeks of the National Football League season? 48-17 to 17 victors Monday night football in Detroit. And they come home, the home opener against the Miami Dolphins. Got behind. Uh, a 20-point deficit there. And tried to make that second half run and it was not to be. And then finally we see that mixed bag in Cleveland where they start off, they put themselves in position to win the game. They're, they were unable to close, but it's so early in the season. Yeah, I'm, I'm still excited. You know, I'm just as excited as I was before the season started. You know, this team has a ton of talent. They work hard. They bring it every week. The, the thing that they have to do is control themselves. You know, if they, if they don't make the mental mistakes, if they don't make the, the, the penalties that extend drives, if they take care of their business, this team could be an uh, 8, 9, 10-win team. You know, they, they can control their own destiny if they take care of their business, which I'm fully, I, I expect them to do. You know, they continue to play well, uh, learn from their mistakes, and, and continue to grow. Todd Bowles said the team lost their composure in that second half. And you just talked about it before. 
can players press because they want to do too much? Absolutely, absolutely. When, when you start losing, when things aren't going right, you want to be the one that makes the play. You want to be the, the, the teammate that everyone relies on. And when that happens, you, know, you start making mistakes. You start compounding mistakes. And if you just st stick to your job, stick to your fundamentals, and do what the coaches have asked you to do and play within the scheme, then a lot of things work out for you. What do you think about the AFC so far? The Miami Dolphins, 3-0. Everybody else inside the division, one and two, including the New England Patriots. They went to Detroit last night on national, in a nationally televised game themselves, and they had a different result than the Jets. Yeah. They weren't able to get anything going. They yeah. could come out of that ball game with 10 points, and defensively, Detroit moved the ball up and down the field. Yeah, I mean, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't surprised by, by what's happening in the AFC East. You know, you, you have New England, a team who, you know, everybody just expects to be there. And all of a sudden, you start to see that they have some chinks in their armor. There's some weaknesses on this team, and they're starting to get exposed. Uh, as far as Miami goes, you know, it's great to see them, you know, playing good football. I don't know how much it's going to last. You know, I don't, I don't trust them. You know what I mean? I think the Jets are going to put things together. They're going to right the wrongs. And, you know, with this young team, when you have a young team with so much fight, they're going to start winning some games, and things are going to start going their way, and they're going to start winning games. And then you move over to Buffalo. Uh, I think they surprised a lot of people beating Minnesota the way they did last night or uh, yesterday. Yep. You know, with Josh Allen running the, at quarterback, uh, I think people thought that Minnesota is going to be one of those teams that's in the Super Bowl contention. And they still might be, but they definitely didn't play well yesterday. E, is it a good time for this team to have that mini buy where the players had the weekend off? Now they come back to work and they get a chance to prepare for Jacksonville, have that full week as opposed to last week. We're sitting here after the Miami game. They got two weeks of, I mean, two days of preparation, and you're off to Cleveland. Yeah, it is definitely tough, you know, playing those games. I don't think any team in NFL history has played three games in 11 days the way they did. And I can't imagine. To start the year, maybe. Yeah, I can't imagine what they're going through physically and mentally, you know, because it's straining going through all the different game plans, you know, having to make the adjustments and uh, deal with the, the issues from your body. So once you have that Thursday night game, it's kind of a relief if you can get through it. Because you can go get your mind away from football a little bit. You can, you know, separate, you know, go hang out with your family, uh, take care of your body a little bit, and you get a jump on the next opponent. So you get a couple more days, and I think that's what the Jets have been doing. And hopefully they come back refreshed and ready to play against Jacksonville. Inside the Jets is broadcast live from Vanderbilt Sports and Spirits inside the Wyndham Hamilton Park Hotel. Eric Allen here alongside Eric Coleman. We're going to be joined momentarily by... Josh McCown, and he's going to be followed by rookie quarterback uh, Sam Darnold. Yeah, you got to let the vet go first. Yeah, oh, yeah, you got to take, <laughs> take care of McCown. He's been in this league uh, 16 seasons. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Sam Darnold's been in this league about 16 weeks. So mm -hmm. we've got to make sure that McCown is up here first uh, batting leadoff tonight. But uh, the challenge ahead with Jacksonville, what makes them uh, such a tough team? Because – and, and they're not going to be in a good mood this weekend after losing a divisional game at home against the Tennessee Titans, a 9-6 dogfight. The Jets got to be prepared for another battle. Well, you know, Jacksonville, you know, obviously uh, you look at their defense and they control the line of scrimmage on, on that defensive line. You know, Marcel Darius, um, uh, Calais, Calais Campbell. Calais Campbell, you know, yeah, two you know, sacks. They, they have some speedy linebackers who can run with, you know, any tight end, any running back in the league. And then outside they have some, some very good corners. You know, Jalen Ramsey is one of the best in the league. A.J. Bouye. And, and A.J. Bouye as you, well. You could argue that – they have the best cornerback tandem of football. Yeah, a lot of people will say that they have the best tandem, and, and they've been backing it up. You know, they've been talking a lot of trash outside, you know, off the field, but they go onto the field and handle their business. So they have a lot of speed on the defense. 
Um, offensively, Blake Bortles is playing good football. He, he's got some, some playmakers. They're running the ball well. So, you know, this is a team that Tom Coughlin ha- has created that is a hard-nosed football team. They have a lot of speed and, and a ton of talent. All right, so we got plenty of time to talk about Jacksonville here later on the show. You can call in to Inside the Jets, 800-919-3776, but we're going to come right back. And after the break, they aforementioned Josh McCown will join us. Ernst & Young LLP is proud to be the exclusive professional business and accounting services sponsor of the New York Jets and MetLife Stadium. Teaming with them as the official sponsor of the EY Coaches Club. As a global leader in assurance, tax, transaction, and advisory services, the global network of EY firms has better connected consultants who help organizations navigate the transformative age by asking better questions to find answers to some of the world's toughest challenges, all to build a better working world for their people, clients, and communities. Every time you close your laptop, a corona gets its lime. And every time your to-do list is to do one less thing, a corona gets its lime. Every time you press pause, every time you unwind or lose track of time, a corona gets its lime. And every time your feet are up while the sun goes down, a corona gets its lime. So drop a lime in and find your beach. Please drink responsibly. Corona Extra Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Hi, football fans. This is Director Jared Maples with the New Jersey Office of Homeland Security and Preparedness. It's our mission to protect New Jersey with our federal, state, and local partners. Of course, nobody knows our communities better than the people who live there. That's where you can help. If you see something that you suspect is out of the ordinary, report it. Together, we can keep our state safe. Remember, if you see something, say something. To learn more about what to look for, visit njhomelandsecurity.gov. Advance your career at Centenary University's School of Professional Studies. With accelerated scheduling and competitive pricing, it's convenient for busy adults to earn an MBA, undergraduate degree, or certificate. Centenary graduates work in hot fields like social media marketing, criminal justice, data analytics, health administration, and sports management. At Centenary University, they're committed to your success. Learn more at sps.centenaryuniversity.edu. As a young boy, Gavin loved playing football. He lived and breathed it, wanted to go pro. Why he'd spent hours upon hours just practicing his touchdown dances. And one day, while getting fitted for bifocals, he realized he was never much good at throwing, or running, or catching, or even kicking. Yeah, Gavin's chances of playing pro football were looking like fourth and long. Very long. But he did hear how Geico could save him money on car insurance, so he switched and saved. Then he did kind of a touchdown dance. At least he was still good at that. Around my house, I'm called difficult. I know what I want, and I always want more. Take my insurance, for instance. I want more coverages, but there's no chance I'm paying more for it. My agent knows this, and that's why she recommended the Selective Edge. With the Selective Edge, I get higher coverage limits and even coverages I didn't know I need. And my agent knows what discounts I deserve. More coverage, more options, less money. That's not too difficult, is it? Find an agent near you by visiting Selective.com. Selective. Response is everything. We haven't seen a superstar like this in years. You're not kidding, Bob. The people need to know about this standout. Introducing this year's most sought-after rookie, the M&T Bank Jets debit card. New on the scene, this fantastic plastic stands 2.125 inches tall and weighs a lean .2 ounces. This small but mighty paying machine is sure to be charging through checkout lines all season long. Hey, Jets fans, get your hands on the exclusive Jets debit card with easy choice checking. It's free from a monthly maintenance fee and free from a minimum balance requirement. 
leaving you free from worry. You know, I have a feeling we're going to be seeing this powerhouse everywhere soon. No doubt about it. I want one of my team. So show your love for the Jets and save on fees today. Rush to any M&T Bank branch or mtb.com slash jets today. M&T Bank, the official community bank of your New York Jets. Other transaction and service fees, including insufficient funds and overdraft fees, may apply to this account. Member FDIC. To the near side left, stacked Anderson and Curse. Shotgun for Darnold. He's got Isaiah Crowell to his right. Herndon motions right to left. Darnold takes the snap, and off Crowell. Runs left, he's got a lane at the five, at the goal line. He walks in with a Jet touchdown. Welcome back to Inside the Jets. Eric Allen and Eric Coleman here. Uh, Inside the Jets is supported by M&T Bank, the official community bank of your New York Jets. And speaking of M&T Bank, our player guest segment is also brought to you by M&T Bank, the official community bank of your New York Jets. E, this is always a pleasure to have this guy in the house. Josh McCown now joins us at Vanderbilt. Um, we went to Cleveland last week, and I'll never forget it. When I went to owners' meetings, after you had signed here, I was in Arizona, and I ran into Mary Kay Cabot of Cleveland.com. And I said, what kind of guy are we getting in Josh McCown? And she said, he is one of the nicest guys in the National Football League. We all love him here. We're very upset that he's gone. And now here you are in your second year with the Jets. How much have you enjoyed your time? Because your roles have been quite different here in your short time with the green and white. You started 13 games, had a career year last year, and now you're transitioning to a backup role and more of a mentorship role. Yeah, it's been great. Um, I've just enjoyed being with the organization and, and uh, so many good people and and uh, getting to know this team, you know, and to another year and some of the new guys that we brought on. It's been it's been awesome. Um, I enjoyed last year and, and then uh, every year's fun and new and different and, and how you're going to attack that year and, and, you know, find ways to, you know, as an offense, move the football and, and, uh, and you know, play winning football. So, uh, I've enjoyed my time here. It's been great, and, and look forward to you know another great week of preparation. Now, talk, speaking of that that week of preparation, you guys have the Jacksonville Jaguars coming up. Uh, can you talk about some of the the problems that they pose to to the New York Jets and and some of the the, the big players on their team? Yeah, they're they're um, you know they're they're obviously a great defense. We, we they came in you know into MetLife last year and and. Uh, and you know they flew around. They 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 play with a lot of speed. Uh, you guys talked earlier about the the, the corners. Um, both Boyer and, and Ramsey are good players. Yeah. Uh, Sean Gibson in the back end uh, is a is a great player as well. We played in Cleveland together, and then their backers um, can fly around. So, uh, and and then that doesn't even get to the probably the best part, which is their front. And so this is this is a good group. They're defensively they're strong, uh, but at the same time. Um, you know, we'll, we'll trust that the coaches will put together a great game plan and we'll be ready to go. And uh, like I said, we'll draw on some of the things that we did last year and, and some of the experiences that we had that, you know, they were they were flying high when they came in here last year and and, um, and we were able to, you know, get a win against them. So uh, we know we'll have our hands full and be a good, good matchup. We're going to talk to Sam Darnold later. And you all have talked about how he is a flatliner. With that being said, and he's kind of absorbed everything that has come his way. How difficult of a stretch is that to start your NFL career with three games in 11 days? Right. Yeah. It's it's obviously it's not ideal. Um, we, we we make no excuses. 
Um, but but it's it's not you know to to try to get in a long season when when you're talking about you know 17 weeks and, and 16 games, routine is critical. And so to be able to establish that routine of how you're going to go about a Monday, how you're going about Tuesday, preparation wise, and then Wednesday and so on. Uh, it's critical to have a Sunday to Sunday game, and and so when you when you roll through that in the first few weeks of the season, and you don't you're not you know you don't really have that because of scheduling, it's hard to find that routine, and uh, and so uh, I'm really looking forward to that you know with Sam these next few weeks of really you know nailing down that routine because I, I believe wholeheartedly that the, the routine is what guides you, it's what saves you. Um, week in and week out, your preparation is what's going to allow you to play good football, and and uh, and so. Um, so we'll get that done this week. It'll be fun, and, and I, I look forward to that being, you know, something that we're going to utilize to help us um, play even better. Josh, what, what are some of the things that, you know, you guys go into the film room together, obviously make adjustments on, you know, the correction from the game. What are some of the things that you're seeing out of Sam that, that you like about his game so far in the three-game season? Well, I, I think the main thing is he's just getting exposed to so much football, and you know, just at a new level and all that stuff. And and so there's things that happen. There's, you know, there's uh, different reads and different things that happen, coverages on, on, on plays that maybe he hadn't seen before. And, and the best thing about Sam is that, you know, when he experiences a play and, and something happens, unfolds, you know, he's able to internalize whatever that outcome was, good or bad, and, and utilize it for the next rep. And that's huge in playing this position because it allows for growth to happen quicker so um so that's been i think the biggest thing i've noticed from him in, in the in the film room is just going okay that's awesome I, this is a new play for me I, I see this this happened on that uh now i'll know next time and and then when he gets another chance at it it's always better so uh so i think that's you know exciting because you, you just know that with experience and time it's gonna be even better it is a lively crowd here at vanderbilt <laughs> it's eric down eric coleman and josh mccown you're listening to new to inside the Jets, you can call in 800-919-3776. What do you think about his instincts at the position? And also, uh, he seems to see the game very well, uh, despite a lot of things that are going on around him. He has a knack for finding the open man. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think that's a that's an upside for him, and uh, and something that obviously the more he plays, the more comfortable you know, and, and the more we'll see that probably you know unfold even more. So. Uh, so it's a good thing for us. Uh, he, he has, you know, a, an innate ability, you know, especially when he's outside the pocket, throwing on the move, um, very accurate, and uh, and something that you know we, we could see it on the college tape when he was coming out. You saw it in different games he played in college when I was watching him last year, and and then you know see you see it now. Um, and so again, the more comfortable he gets playing the position, um, those things will come out, and I think we'll see even more. And, and, uh, and, you know, you look at the, the league and, and the number of plays every Sunday that you watch, especially down in the red zone, plays that are off schedule, yeah. plays that are made by quarterbacks outside the pocket, and what an asset that can be, you know, if you have that tool, and, and Sam certainly has that, and so I think it's going to be good for us. What was it like for you, Josh, coming out of Sam Houston State, it, the first month of your NFL career, do you remember it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, what was it like for me? Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, back when, yeah, it, it was, it was uh, you know, it was crazy. I mean, I think just just trying to get a grasp of the, of the game, you know, the college game. Back then, there was a little bit more similarities between the college and the pro game. It's, it's changed so much now, I think, in college. But uh, but just still, uh, we were starting to play in the in the shotgun more and spread it out in college. And so getting under center was like all the all the kind of the little things that I think a casual NFL fan would watch and, and take, maybe take for granted. 
um, because when if you all you watch is NFL football and you you know you maybe take for granted how easy it is for a quarterback to get under center if you've been watching a veteran for a while. When these young guys get here, man, that's a that's a taking a snap and getting back <laughs> like that's a different deal when you you stood in the gun your whole you know four years of college. So um, so I think those are some of the things that is just like. You know, people expect a lot. They have high expectations for you, and you're, you know, in your mind, you're just going, man, I just hope I can get the snap. <laughs> you know, so those are one of the things that I think I look back on, and, and those are, like, things that maybe stress me out. So, so when you talk about this team, you know, it's a very young team. There's a lot of youth. Um, there's a lot of ebbs and flows through an NFL season. How important is it for you? Uh, how much have you been used and, and have to talk to the guys about – Staying even keel, continuing to, to believe in the trend, and, and, and continue to work. No doubt. I mean, you, you hit it. That's, that's exactly the thing. And, and obviously, we, we're sitting here at 1-2, and two, and nobody wants to be 1-2. and two. Everybody wants to be 3-0. and oh, But there's a lot of 1-2 and two teams, 2-1. and one. You know, it's early. And, uh, and that is the mindset that you have to approach, is that we're going to attack this week and have the best week of preparation we've ever had, and then go into Jacksonville and play good football. And um, you have to have that, because it's such a long season, and you can't, you can't dip when, when, when things don't go well or you come up on the wrong end, you know, one Sunday and then, and then vice versa. You, you know, you go to Detroit and you have a big win. You got to be able to kind of process that within 24 hours and then get back to your routine like I was speaking on earlier. Get back to your routine and let that be what guides you and, and just get into preparation mode and then go out and, and ramp up to that Sunday and, and, and play good football. So, uh, so that's got to be the, the, the idea um, and just to, to bounce back and, and attack this week just like we did week one, and, uh, and I expect our guys to do that. Coach Bowles is sending that message today with us, and, and, uh, and I think that'll be, that'll be the case. Well, you're an extremely likable guy, Josh, but with that being said, there's probably some guys in the National Football League you're going to come across, and they're like, yeah, you know, I don't really have a good feel for that guy. How much easier does it make it in this situation that you and Sam, despite the age gap, it really seemed to get along off the field and not just necessarily talking ball because you guys love to talk ball. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think it, it does make it uh, even better because trust is the main thing. You know, when, when, when if you're asking me how to read a play or you're talking through something and I tell you something, you want to be able to trust and believe that. And, and I think that's built over shared experience and shared experiences just doing life together, you know, whether it's in, in, in the football atmosphere or outside of that. And so, um, so for us, we spend a lot of time together, and uh, and despite the age gap, we, we do find some you know some some common ground every now and then. And uh, more than anything, he's he's you know uh, low key pretty funny dude, and uh, you know makes me laugh every now and then. But I think it's been good, and I, and you know I've just enjoyed being around him, and uh, really believe you know in in where he's headed, and and uh, and you know the work that we're putting in right now. You're not only mentoring Sam Darnold. But how about your son, Owen? You, oh, had, yeah. you had a weekend off, so you go back home to North Carolina. Oh, yeah. Can you tell us about Owen's career, where he's at as far as his age is concerned, and, yeah. uh, and it's, it's yeah. he's slinging it a little bit? Yeah, so I have two boys that are both playing ball. One's in ninth grade and one's in eighth grade, and they're, they're playing quarterbacks for their team. And, and, uh, but my son dresses uh, – he plays on the JV, and then he'll dress on the varsity. And so last week he got, some, he got his first varsity snap, so that was fun. He, he got in there and – Ran around a little bit and, and threw a couple balls. And you and got so to be there for that. I was there for that, oh, and I was man. yeah, that was the best. So, um, so there's you know I tell these guys all the time, man, it's it's playing this game is fun and throwing touchdowns and do all that. That's fun stuff. But when your kids do it, there's nothing like it. And and uh, and man, it, it was awesome to be there the other night and, and be a part of that. 
but we saw one Jets drive. You can be tough on those kids, too. Uh, oh, yeah, well. <laughs> I got to imagine you, you're a good dad. We know how involved you are. But you played at the highest level. What's it like for them, and how do you coach them up? Well, I think it's just with any group of, you know, a team that you're on, you just, you know, in that coaching role, and when you step into a high school, it's, it's just trying to get them to understand uh, – how important their voices are you know because in high school they're used to just a coach just kind of pull them along wherever and and so really kind of getting everybody but especially juniors and seniors and older kids to understand how much ownership they can take in a team and uh and kind of make that team how they want it to be by the the standards that they set and that's really at every level at college and in pro but um but trying to get it done you know with high school kids is, is is a is a tough task but it's a fun challenge so do, let me ask you this. Do your kids play multiple sports or do oh, they just focus on one? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. We're multiple sports. Can you talk um, about the importance of that, of playing multiple sports? I think sports? it's huge. I think, you know, it, it's, you know, it's hard because, uh, you know, people get so, you know, dialed into one thing and, and then they go all in with that thing. And then it puts pressure on the multiple sport people to, like, pick one. And uh, I just I, I, I love them all. Um, played football and basketball in high school. My boys were big basketball players as well. And. Um, we just enjoy it. We and we enjoy everything, uh, you know. But it's hard to kind of do them all because of time. But uh, but as many as you can do, and and you know, be a part of a team and be good at it. I think it's healthy for you, and and uh, and it only. It, I don't think it deters from the other sport. I think it only makes you better. And uh, I mean, we're looking. You know, look at our you know young quarterbacks in the league. Pat, Pat Mahomes is lighting it up right now. Yep. He's a big baseball player. You know and. And so um, I, I just think it, it's, it can only help you. Uh, last year, you guys got out of the gate a little bit slow, lose a couple. But at about this point in 2017, took off and went three games in a row. When you look at the league, does anything surprise you at this point? Like uh, Buffalo Bills, 17-point underdog against uh, Minnesota, and they go in there and they hammered. hammered. That was a, sh a shellacking. Yeah. Um, and – we saw what you guys did in Detroit, and then New England's going through some early season difficulties. What, what happens here early in the year, and how long does it take for a team to forge that identity? Well, it, it's, you're always building, and I think, like I said earlier, if, if you come in and you stay focused on your routine and the little things that you're going to do every day, and, and the details and the standards that you set for your team and, and for your offense and for yourself personally, you, you – you tighten that up every day. You come in and be about that all the time. You'll look up and be on the right side of that scoreboard, you know, and I think that's the same thing, the same thought as a season. You, every week you come in, every week, every week, and these games will start turning and going your way. And, um, and I, I think the teams that understand that and play the long game, those are the ones that look up in December and playing meaningful football. You know, it's the, it's the emotional ones that get up and down and up and down. That you can't play that way. It doesn't sustain. At, at some point when you, when you need to make a run, you'll just fall flat because you have been too emotionally worn out. So I think for, for us, the key is just it's the long game. I think you, you said it with those games this weekend. It should be encouraging to everybody that you look around the league and you go, man, nobody's got this thing nailed down. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's going to be wide open. And so if we just keep putting in the work, keep doing the things that Coach Bowles is asking us to do, uh, we'll look up and, and, and we'll be in the hunt. And then that's all you can ask for. And then and ascending and playing your best ball later in the year. You know, nobody wants to play their best ball right now and then fall off. I mean, what good is that? So 
uh, I think that's the key. And obviously, with a young quarterback, we want to maintain that and, and that trajectory anyway. And uh, and I think we will. I think you know Sam's best football will always be ahead of him. You know, and uh, and so that's exciting for us. You uh, have some Chad Pennington in you as far as that being so involved in your family, also the coaching aspect of it. I get asked all the time about Chad. Would he ever want to coach professionally? Have you thought down the line uh, as far as what level you want to coach at? Yeah, I don't know. yeah, we'll see. I mean, it, I, I, I'll say this: I never say never. You yeah. know, and and uh, I've just have had the great fortune of being exposed to a lot of football, especially at this level. Um, <laughs> I've changed coordinators every year of my career for 17 <laughs> years. So, I've if if there's an offense out there, I've, I've run it or been part of it, and so. Um, so it would be cool to take some of those, you know, experiences and, 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 and put them to use inside this realm. Um, certainly enjoy, you know, giving back to the high school kids, too. Um, so we'll see. Uh, I just, you know, I, I'm just focused on this week. And then, um, you know, hopefully down the road we'll see what happens. But, uh, but I love the game, love being a part of it, and, and uh, certainly see myself in the future, you know, being a part of it in some capacity. That inter uh, you call him JB, that interaction on the sideline with Jeremy Bates, yeah. you're playing a pivotal role right now. Well, I, you know, I think it's just trying to, you know, JB, Sam and I's conversations sometimes extend past, past the facility. So, so I may pick up something, that, you know, Sam may mention something at dinner about a play or about, a th you know, there's just different things. And throughout the course of it's just it's great for us to be able to all communicate and make sure that oh yeah hey I think he likes this play I remember we talked about that you know so on and so forth and, and, and we're all open about that and Sam's great communicating that with JB and so you know it's critical and it's a it's a credit to, to Jeremy about you know just uh, you know some guys they're some the play callers are all different and some guys can be more closed off and just like hey leave me alone this is how I am and some guys you know it's all about the team and what's best and how, what makes Guys feel comfortable, and, and JB's that way. He's, you know, what, what, can, what can we do to be better? How can we, you know, we're all in this together. And, and, uh, and so I think that's, that's the right mindset, and it's going to be beneficial for Sam. This segment goes too quickly every year. This is Josh McCown. Thank you so much for joining us on Inside the Jets. And we're going to come right back after the break with rookie quarterback Sam Darnold. Thank you. Ernst & Young LLP is proud to be the exclusive professional business and accounting services sponsor of the New York Jets and MetLife Stadium. Teaming with them as the official sponsor of the EY Coaches Club. As a global leader in assurance, tax, transaction, and advisory services, the global network of EY firms has better connected consultants who help organizations navigate the transformative age by asking better questions to find answers to some of the world's toughest challenges, all to build a better working world for their people, clients, and communities. We haven't seen a superstar like this in years. You're not kidding, Bob. The people need to know about this standout. Introducing this year's most sought-after rookie, the M&T Bank Jets debit card. New on the scene, this fantastic plastic stands 2.125 inches tall and weighs a lean .2 ounces. This small but mighty paying machine is sure to be charging through checkout lines all season long. Hey Jets fans, get your hands on the exclusive Jets debit card with Easy Choice Checking. It's free from a monthly maintenance fee and free from a minimum balance requirement, leaving you free from worry. You know, I have a feeling we're going to be seeing this powerhouse everywhere soon. No doubt about it. I want one on my team. So show your love for the Jets and save on fees today. Rush to any M&T Bank branch or mtb.com slash Jets today. M&T Bank, the official community bank of your New York Jets. 
Other transaction and service fees, including insufficient funds and overdraft fees, may apply to this account. Member FDIC. They couldn't play football without us. We built this stadium. You couldn't tailgate without us. We probably built the road that got you here. Most of all, we promote economic development. That means investments in infrastructure and construction to provide opportunities for developers, union contractors, and members of Operating Engineers Local 825. We're ELEC, the Engineers Labor Employer Cooperative. We build the infrastructure New Jersey and the Jets rely on. Jet fans, take your Sunday to another level with the Premier Jets pregame party at Club Prime Sport. Enjoy food and drinks, games and giveaways, plus live entertainment. Elevate your game day at MetLife Stadium with a Jets experience like no other. Go to primesport.com or call 877-527-2603 today to secure your spot at the official Jets pregame hospitality at Club Prime Sport. With Prime Sport, it's more than a game, it's an experience. Primesport.com. Advance your career at Centenary University's School of Professional Studies. With accelerated scheduling and competitive pricing, it's convenient for busy adults to earn an MBA, undergraduate degree, or certificate. Centenary graduates work in hot fields like social media marketing, criminal justice, data analytics, health administration, and sports management. At Centenary University, they're committed to your success. Learn more at sps.centenaryuniversity.edu. Third down and one at the two. High formation. Toss to Crowell. Runs left. He gets hit. He's at the goal line. He's in. That's a jet touchdown. Another rushing touchdown for the old Brown, Isaiah Crowell. Welcome back to Inside the Jets. Eric Allen and Eric Coleman here at Vanderbilt. Our player guest segment is presented by M&T Bank, the official community bank of your New York Jets. Uh, we just had Josh McCown here, out here. Uh, fourth segment, uh, uh, tremendous as always. Could talk to him for hours, E. And now we bring in Jets rookie quarterback, Sam Darnold. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, Sam? How you doing? I'm great. How are you guys? Uh, so good. you got the crowd very excited tonight. Uh, <laughs> let me ask you, you had a chance to decompress and maybe get away from football just for a little bit. You went into the city. Can you tell us mm -hmm. some of the things you might have done? Um, yeah, so <clears throat> I was able to go into the city, uh, have a nice dinner with some people. Uh, actually got to see Ed Sheeran at MetLife, oh, which really? was awesome. Nice. Yeah, put on a great show. Uh, so, you know, had some fun, was able to relax for a few days, which we didn't get to do at all in the last, you know, 13 or 12 or however many it was, I think 11. So, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's been a crazy, you know, three weeks of football, um, Finally got to decompress a little bit this weekend, which was really nice. What's it like for you when you're in the city? A lot of Jets fans stopping you, or you, um, you're wearing a baseball cap and keeping the yeah, low profile? I wear a hat. <laughs> I wear a hat. Uh, no, it's not too bad. I mean, uh, it's funny because, you know, New York's full of a lot of different people. Yeah. Um, a lot of them sometimes don't even watch football. Uh, so, you know, sometimes I get recognized, sometimes I don't. You know, I prefer the latter, but... Um, if they do recognize me, it is what it is, and, you know, I just say what's up and, uh, you know, just kind of go about our day. I usually ask for a selfie or something. Uh, that's usually the thing now instead of an autograph because it's apparently a lot easier. So, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, it's been really fun to be able to kind of be in Jersey and be in the city and, and hang out with some of the fans when I can. So, Sam, you went to SC. I went to Washington State. I talked about it before. <laughs> you guys beat up on us a little bit uh, this weekend. It was close. close how much, how much close do you one. keep in touch with your, with your teammates from USC, you know, with the, with the craziness of, of the NFL season? Yeah, I was going to say, 
Not as much as I'd like to, um, just because, you know, there's a lot going on here that I got to be worried about. Um, but I definitely, I stay in touch, you know, with, um, with, with all my teammates. Hopefully, you know, with as much as them as I can stay in touch with. Uh, Cam Smith I talk to on a weekly basis. Um, the, the inside linebacker there, um, senior, you know, was one of my best friends. Still is one of my best friends, but on the team, one of my best friends. And, um, you know, I try to talk to him, you know, try to feel out what the, what the team is going through and um, all that because, you know, some of those guys were, you know, like I just said, some of my best friends. Yeah. So um, every, every weekend watching them and checking in on, on them, so checking in how, to see how they're doing. So um, I, think, I think they're going to, you know, get rolling here a little bit. Um, hopefully in the near future, and you know JT had a had a pretty solid game against Wazoo. Um, JT Daniels, freshman quarterback, yep. so supposed to be supposed to um, be a, a senior in high school still, right? Yeah, so I think he's gonna you know start rolling a little bit. He's he's looking pretty confident out there, so I'm excited to you know hopefully watch them have some success in, in you know the weeks to come. During a conference call today, you told reporters, "I know how to be tough. I was raised that way." What can you say about your dad? Mike, he's a foreman at a gas company, and also your mom, uh, Chris, of course, a middle school uh, physical edu yeah. edu education teacher. Yeah, you guys have done your homework. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, they're, they're amazing people. I mean, just, you know, so blessed to be able to be raised by amazing parents and um, just the, the lessons and the values that they taught me throughout my whole life. Um, can't thank them enough for what they did. And, um you know, they didn't hold me back either when I was little, and, you know, they wouldn't let me do everything that I wanted to, but they would let me play any sport that I wanted to play. They, they let me, you know, I got into a skateboarding phase early on in my life, and they let me do that until I fell too much. Uh, and then, you know, after that, it was just kind of do what you want, but, you know, we're not going to let you do everything, but, you know, go have fun, and that was kind of how they raised me. And at the same time, once I start something, whether it was a season um, whether it was football, basketball, or baseball, they weren't going to let me quit. Um, and I think that's kind of part of the part of the toughness that I was able to uh, kind of develop and how, were they, how they were able to raise me a little bit. Nice. So can you talk about what it's been like these first three weeks? I mean, obviously three games in 11 days. What has it been like for you mentally going through this, this uh, short span of the NFL season? Yeah, you know, it's, it's been a lot. But at the same time, it's been really fun. Uh, it's been fun just – all ball all the time, as they say. It's different than college for sure, um, you know, because everyone, not just us, but, you know, the other teams don't don't have anything else going on either. You know, it's their job to, to beat us on, you know, Monday, Thursday, Sunday, whenever the day was. You know, sometimes you get the days confused when, when you got a crazy <laughs> schedule. But um, now it's every Sunday we get to play week, week to week, and I start to kind of develop my routine that I would have in a normal uh, season, which is really nice. And, um, I'm just excited to, you know, get a little bit of a rhythm going um, with the team and with the way that we practice and kind of get my routine, like I just said, which I think will be really, uh, really nice. Inside the Jets is broadcast live from Vanderbilt Sports and Spirits inside the Wyndham Hamilton Park Hotel. Eric Allen and Eric Coleman are joined here by Sam Darnold. Um, you talked about recently Thursday we're in the post game news conference you also stressed it today you want to let the game come to you what do you mean by that yeah I think for me it's uh and you know it's kind of like I just talked about actually you know with baseball and basketball it was kind of the same way for me it was 
not trying to do too much on any given play in any given series. It was just letting the game come to me, you know, basketball, get a couple layups before I start shooting. Um, baseball, just, you know, watch a couple pitches go by until, you know, I find, you know, the rhythm and what the pitcher's doing. So it's kind of the same thing. Just find completions, find my checkdowns, and, and know exactly where everyone is. And then when the shots are there, take them. Um, that's kind of been my mindset. And, um, again, I can't thank Josh enough for what he's been able to do, how he's been able to teach me. And, you know, Coach Jeremy Bates, Mick Lombardi, and also Davis. Um, and then, you know, also um, I got to mention Teddy Bridgewater, um, the amount that he's been able, the amount of time that he was able to spend with me and um, how much that he helped me also along this whole process. Obviously, he's not with us anymore, but um, he's going to be a great player in this league for a long time. And, um, you know, I can't thank him enough for, for what he was able to do for me. I loved what you said about Bridgewater after he's traded. He said uh, one of the best uh, phrases of advice you got was, hey, just be yourself, yeah. bro. It, it, but you don't have any problem being that way. A lot of people, I think, they might get under the bright lights of New York and be, hey, I'm the youngest uh, quarterback to start a team season opener since the merger in 1970, the youngest guy to throw for more than 300 yards uh, passing in a game, and it, it, it would be too big for them. But with you, you are the flatliner. Yeah, well, again, going back to, you know, kind of my parents, it's kind of all due to them, uh, just the way that they were able to kind of raise me and also the community that I was raised in, very relaxed area, and, um, you know, I think that has a part in it. But just going back to what Teddy said, I think just um, I knew that, you know, I was going to be myself, but when I first got in the locker room, um, I kind of had that feeling of, oh, do I need to, you know, say anything to these guys? Do I need to be anything other than what I'm doing right now. And Teddy was just like, bro, settle down. Like, <laughs> calm down. You're good, man. Just just be yourself. And um, once you start performing on the field, guys will, guys will respect you. You're in your, you'll earn your respect. And you'll just develop a normal relationship with everyone. And that's kind of the way that he talked about it. And that's also how Josh talks about it as well. So I'm just going to continue to to play, hopefully play well, play consistent football and, and kind of earn respect along the way, but also, you know, not demand it, just continue to play football and have fun with, you know, the fellows that we've been grinding with for a while now. How difficult has it been week to week facing a different secondary, a, a different defense that gives you so many different looks? They may disguise one coverage. They may be, a, you know, a, a different coverage. How, how, how difficult has it been for you as a quarterback to, to make those changes every week and cr throughout the game? Yeah, I mean, it's – well, we've put in so much time and effort in, into into this, and um, the receivers, the running backs, the the O line. We've all we've all put so much time into it. Whether it was OTAs, um, mini camp, you know, training camp, we we put in so much time. And um, you know, once we get on the football field, no matter who it is, I, I feel really comfortable. Um, no matter what the personnel is, no matter who's out out on the field, I know that they're gonna be in the right spot, you know, at the right time. And I'm really confident in that. You seem like you have a great chemistry going early with 81, Quincy Anunwa. Do you think a couple of those connections late to Curse, Jermaine Curse, in the Cleveland game can help you guys moving forward? Yeah, I mean, Jermaine, <clears throat> obviously week one was, was banged up right. a little bit and he wasn't able to play. And um, the Miami game, I was still kind of starting to feel him out a little bit. And then Cleveland, you know, I felt like he was, you know, his, his normal self and a presence that I was able to see and watch film of of last year um so you know hopefully we'll get we'll get him rolling a little bit too and you know we're, we have a really exciting um receiving core 
that I think a lot of people got to watch out for. Yeah, and that, that was my next question. How do you manage in, in getting everyone touches? You know, because I'm sure Robbie <laughs> comes up to you like, yo, throw the ball to me. Yeah, well, my Quincy. locker is right in between Quincy and Jermaine. So, <laughs> so you hear it so all. Oh, I hear it all day. Oh, yeah. man. He How put, do you manage I'm, that? I'm he puts the headphones in. How do you yeah. manage that during the game? Like, oh, man, he hasn't got any touches today. Let me make sure he gets some love. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it's, it's not a big deal with those guys, honestly. Um, I always joke about, you know, me being in between Quincy and Jermaine, but um, those, those two are awesome in themselves, but all the other receivers are amazing as well. You know, none of them are selfish in any way. Um, they know what it's like to um, – maybe they've played quarterback before, but most of them know exactly what it's like to be in my shoes and know how much is going on on a given play. And um, I just got to find the open guy and, you know, make the offense work, drive it down the field, put ourselves in good positions to score points. And, you know, as long as I'm doing that, you know, the receivers, the O-line, the running backs, or anyone for that matter isn't, I don't think is going to complain. How much are you enjoying this? You've always said from day one, I interviewed you after the draft, said, I love ball, love talking ball. <laughs> I love that opportunity to play. I mean, uh, how much do you like going to that facility? Mm -hmm. Monday, it starts the week, and now you got a real true NFL week because Geez, three days, three games in 11 days, that's a little bit different for anybody, much less a guy coming nice. out of school. And now you have the whole process working your way up to Sunday in mm -hmm. Jacksonville. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, like, I, like I said before, I mean, just being able to build that routine um, for the next, you know, 13 weeks or whatever it is, I'm, I'm just really excited to, to finally start something and to, to be able to find a routine and hopefully – continue to stack wins after wins. And um, I'm just really excited about the opportunity that we have in Jacksonville um, against a great defense, great offense as well, just a really great team in general. Um, and I think, you know, we have an opportunity to go down there and, and make something happen. So um, I'm really excited about what we're doing. And, yeah, to your point earlier, I mean, every single day it's – I love going to work, I love football, but I love going into that locker room with those guys and – um, just being with them every single day, it's, it's special, and we got a special thing going on there. Well, well, you're off to a good start, and I just uh, finally just wanted to ask you, what do you think about Jets Nation? we got the season ticket holders yeah. here tonight. <laughs> They're yeah. chanting your name before, and after you guys play Jacksonville, you're coming home for a three-game homestand. Oh, yeah. No, I'm pumped about that. Uh, these fans have been, you know, nothing short of amazing. Uh, I mean, the whole time. I mean, I mentioned it earlier, but in Detroit, I mean, just – you know, the way that we won that game and that all the fans came down afterwards, or you know, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. It was just, it was awesome to be able to, to feel the energy that all the fans have, uh, you know, about this place and, and about, you know, what we're doing here. Uh, it's something special, and it's something that, you know, I think every Jets fan should be really excited about. It's just a start for Sam Darnold, and uh, this is your first appearance on Inside the Jets, but I'm sure there will be plenty more. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to come back with your calls, 800-919-3776. We haven't seen a superstar like this in years. You're not kidding, Bob. The people need to know about this standout. Introducing this year's most sought-after rookie, the M&T Bank Jets debit card. New on the scene, this fantastic plastic stands 2.125 inches tall and weighs a lean .2 ounces. This small but mighty paying machine is sure to be charging through checkout lines all season long. Hey Jets fans, get your hands on the exclusive Jets debit card with easy choice checking. It's free from a monthly maintenance fee and free from a minimum balance requirement. 
leaving you free from worry. You know, I have a feeling we're going to be seeing this powerhouse everywhere soon. No doubt about it. I want one of my team. So show your love for the Jets and save on fees today. Rush to any M&T Bank branch or mtb.com slash jets today. M&T Bank, the official community bank of your New York Jets. Other transaction and service fees, including insufficient funds and overdraft fees, may apply to this account. Member FDIC. Hey, Jets fans, New Jersey Motor Vehicle Chief Administrator Sue Fulton here to welcome you back for a brand new season of action-packed NFL football and to warn you about the dangers of texting while driving. Sure, fines and penalties are steep, but did you know you're also 23 times more likely to get into an accident if you text and drive? Or that taking your eyes off the road for just five seconds at highway speeds is like traveling the length of a football field blindfolded? That's not a winning drive, Jets fans. Learn more at JustDrive.com. Advance your career at Centenary University's School of Professional Studies. With accelerated scheduling and competitive pricing, it's convenient for busy adults to earn an MBA, undergraduate degree, or certificate. Centenary graduates work in hot fields like social media marketing, criminal justice, data analytics, health administration, and sports management. At Centenary University, they're committed to your success. Learn more at sps.centenaryuniversity.edu. They couldn't play football without us. We built this stadium. You couldn't tailgate without us. We probably built the road that got you here. Most of all, we promote economic development. That means investments in infrastructure and construction to provide opportunities for developers, union contractors, and members of Operating Engineers Local 825. We're ELEC, the Engineers Labor Employer Cooperative. We build the infrastructure New Jersey and the Jets rely on. Ernst & Young LLP is proud to be the exclusive professional business and accounting services sponsor of the New York Jets and MetLife Stadium. Teaming with them as the official sponsor of the EY Coaches Club. As a global leader in assurance, tax, transaction, and advisory services, the global network of EY firms has better connected consultants who help organizations navigate the transformative age by asking better questions to find answers to some of the world's toughest challenges, all to build a better working world for their people, clients, and communities. Hi, football fans. This is Director Jared Maples with the New Jersey Office of Homeland Security and Preparedness. It's our mission to protect New Jersey with our federal, state, and local partners. Of course, nobody knows our communities better than the people who live there. That's where you can help. If you see something that you suspect is out of the ordinary, report it. Together, we can keep our state safe. Remember, if you see something, say something. To learn more about what to look for, visit njhomelandsecurity.gov. Every time you close your laptop, a corona gets its line. And every time your to-do list is to do one less thing, a corona gets its line. Every time you press pause. Every time you unwind or lose track of time, a corona gets its line. And every time your feet are up while the sun goes down, a corona gets its line. So drop a lime in and find your beach. Please drink responsibly. Corona Extra Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Inside the Jets, Eric Allen and Eric Coleman here at Vanderbilt's. Uh, tremendous hour. Josh McCown started off, then Sam Darnold um, fouled. Listen, every time I'm around Sam Darnold, I'm more impressed. He yep. has it. He's got it. He's going to experience bumps along the way. Mm -hmm. He's three games into his NFL career. But if you're a Jet fan, 
you have to be very ex uh, excited by what you see, his demeanor, the way he views that locker room, what he talked about tonight about his teammates, the way he's absorbed the playbook, his instinctive qualities, his toughness, his mental fortitude. I think he's a keeper. He's going to be one to watch for many years to come for this franchise. Yeah, you, I mean, you have to be excited if, if you're a Jets fan. I mean, this kid is, is he's only 21 years old. Yeah. He, he hasn't seen, you know, half – he hasn't seen – too much, you know, no. as a quarterback, you know, and to have Josh McCown helping him through the lumps, helping him through the, the rough phases, it's, it's a, a pleasure for, for, for Josh. You know, I think he's a guy who makes a mistake and corrects it. He works hard. He cares about it. And he's a great teammate. So. All, right. All right. So we got time for a couple calls here on Inside the Jets. Let's go to uh, Cole who's been on hold for a while. What's up, Cole? How you doing? Great. Uh, quick, quick question. Um, do you think Sam Darnold's in the best position as a rookie quarterback having Josh McCown mentor him? Because if you look at the other rookies, they don't have a season best like McCown to help help mentor them. Yeah, thanks for the call. I, I would say yes. If you're, you, you know, and we've had these conversations with people before. If you were selecting a mentor quarterback in the National Football League, Josh McCown, uh, Josh McCown will be number one overall in that draft. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, he does have a great mentor. And Josh said it when, when he was here. He's been through, what, 17 different coordinators. So he's seen a lot of football. Um, you know, he's played a lot of great football at a high level. And, and what better person do you want to, to mentor a young kid into this league as a guy who's done it at a high level before? Let's go to Ira in Staten Island. What's up, I? Hey, what's happening? Good guest tonight, I can tell you. You know, you know, it's interesting. Going into the Jacksonville game, listen, you go in there, you give it your best swing, and at the end of the day, you'll see where the cards fall. Or you saw what the Bills did, or you mentioned Eric. But something about Sam, you know, these three games in these 11 days, listen, you know, what Greg Williams threw at him last Thursday night, that's about probably the most complex defense he's going to see scheme-wise. So I think experiencing those three games – even though he's facing the Jags this week, I think it's a good learning experience, and I think you're going to see that he's going to play, he will have a much better game against the Jaguars that are more talented than the Browns, specifically because what he experienced last Thursday. Curious what you guys think. Thanks for the call. I, I, I agree. I think that Darnold will play better this week. Uh, but I would also say that I think Jacksonville's defense, you can make the argument that this is the top unit in the National Football League. Yeah, I mean. And Cleveland's pretty good. Arguably the best defense in the league coming up this week. But, listen, it's all about ebbs and flows and staying even keel. And Sam is the, the perfect example of a guy who is going to not get too high when he, when he does well. But at, this, at the same time, when he doesn't have success, he's not going to beat himself up. He's just going to continue to get better, continue to grow. And, and that's what I think fans, they have to keep in mind. You know, with Baker Mayfield, it's going to be the same thing. When you look over at the Browns, yes, he came in hot, throwing the ball great. It was great. He had one great game. Yeah, it was but one now, game, right. But now he's going to start seeing teams are going to scheme him. Uh, things are going to change up, and it's going to slow down for him. Sam is a guy who's going to stay that even keel. He's going to continue to grow and progress as the season goes on. E, e real quick, we got about 45 seconds left. When I look at this matchup, I think the Jets' defense can have a lot of success against that Jacksonville offense. Conversely, on the other side of the ball, it's going to be imperative to establish balance for, for this offense right now. Maybe take a couple shots down the field to keep them honest. 
and don't turn the football over. They live off the turnovers there. Yeah, a big thing offensively is don't beat yourself before the snap. No false start penalties. Uh, try to stay out of third and long situations because that's where Jacksonville can really hurt you as a defense. So if they can control, stay, uh, stay ahead of the sticks, they'll have a lot of success. Thanks to all the Jets season ticket holders who came out tonight. A really wonderful uh, program. And Josh McCown and Sam Darnold, they brought it as well. We will see you next week on Inside the Jets.